0: begins again. and hey, what's up everyone how you guys doing welcome to this segment of motorcycle madhouse biker news i am in a good mood man my packers won today against the bears so you know i know there's a lot of crying going on over in the bears camp but it is what it is you guys stink and the packers rule so anyway uh, hopefully you guys seen that video that i did uh reviewing uh, road, track, and trail where I got my 05 Boulevard to back up to the Fat Boy. Man, I'm going to use that basically as my road bike. And the Fat Boy is going in for a paint job, much needed, plus the pipes and some other things. But today, we're going to be talking about the Hells Angels, the 3rd Street crew where they moved, and also something going down in Texas from uh, the Livingston uh, Reporter, they're reporting that four bandidos are charged for trying to hit potential Hells Angels chapter. So let's go over there and look at what we got going on. Many people know that the 3rd Street crew of the Hells Angels, that once famous building, was sold. You know, the one that was seen in Hells Angels forever, Sandy Alexander. I think it was shot in the late 70s or early 80s. Well, that building was sold and now that crew has found an American Legion property on Long Street, again, by the Bronx Times. It goes on to say, a notorious organization, often viewed in a poor light. Well, you think, a lot of the clubs out there is uh, viewed in a poor light. Purchased the Throg's Neck building recently to call their new home. According to social media and two different sources, the Hell's Angels, one of the oldest motorcycle clubs in America, has acquired 241 Long Street Avenue near the Throg's Neck Bridge. The motorcycle enthusiast insignia, you know what, that's the first time I ever heard that man uh, reference to a 1% club. A motorcycle enthusiast insignia is prominently displayed on the building. Quote, they have a sign on the property, I'm assuming that they are using it in some way. Oh, really? <laughs> Community Board 10 District Manager Matt Cruz said it looks like they will be using this as their meeting place. According to Hawkins Post 165 or 6 Commander, Peter del Diablo, the 6,000 square feet. Holy cow, that's big. Three story brick building was originally the headquarters of the Theodore Coroni American Legion Post. Yeah, they got themselves a big building. And I'm betting with real estate prices out there, it was pretty freaking expensive. The American Legion Post sold the property to a developer some 10-odd years ago. The space had remained vacant for years until the recent transaction, so I guess the the developer's happy with the Hells Angels. I guess it's a huge Victorian building with a magnificent uh, Center Hall fireplace, housed a restaurant at one time and was donated to the American Legion after World War II. This property was confiscated by the U.S. government during the war because it was suspected of hosting Nazi sympathizers. Wow, what a history we got already, man! When the aging structure became too expensive to maintain, the Coroni Post sold the property to a developer that built the American Legion Post a brand new facility. According to the Department of Finances of New York, the sales transaction was reported on August 8th, and guess how much it sold for? Boy, did they must have got some good money off that 3rd Street uh, location because they bought this one for $1,250,000 with the deed to the building transferred on August. August 28th so it seems like they b- bought that sucker outright uh, he said he met with an affiliate from the Hell's Angels on Saturday December 9th to briefly introduce himself as a Bronx County American Legion member he also serves on CB10 he goes on to say we met I introduced myself and I offered an olive branch and he accepted so far they proved to be good neighbors and usually you know what it don't you know it's not Any one freaking one percenter club, but if you ever noticed when a one percenter club moves into a neighborhood, it usually gets safer within a couple block radius of that because motorcycle clubs don't want that stuff in their backyard, man. So the neighbors are treated great and all that stuff, of course. You know, the first two said, you know, they had no problems since the move, but a third individual complained that the loud noise of the revved-up motorcycles was annoying. Uh, I bet he's a snowflake or something. Just saying. Hey, uh, just saying. Anyway, crews in a later discussion extended an invitation to the club encouraging them to come to community board meetings and other neighborhood civic organizations. Like all community members, we encourage them to be part of our tight-knit community, which I think they probably will take up, man, because, you know, if you're invited out there, the best thing for a club to do is take up the offer. So, you know, well, good luck to them, and uh, yeah, that's the 3rd Street Crew that uh, sold Building on Third Street. Uh, we're gonna go to uh, my website here, HarleyLiberty.com, and we're gonna be talking about four members of Banditos. Uh, of course, there's the uh, the heading on there, but you know that's on them. Uh, this was written by Livingston contributor. Four members of the Banditos motorcycle gang arrested for conspiring to kill Texan biker rival who is attempting to launch a chapter of the Hells Angels in Austin. Anthony Bonash 44, was shot dead in 2006 in Texas after he tried to start a chapter of the motorcycle club Hells Angel in Austin. Well, it looks like they got four Banditos on this one. Four members of the Banditos motorcycle gang have been arrested for plotting to kill a man who was attempting to launch the chapter. Jesse James Benibes, Robert Romo, Norberto Cerna, and Johnny Romo were arrested And faced a San Antonio judge on Thursday on charges for the murder of Anthony Banesh in 2006. Now, if I'm believing right, it wasn't it Romo that was uh, testifying against... uh, Portillo, and uh, I don't know. I got to check on it, but I think uh, he was, but don't quote me on that because I got to go back and uh, check it out if he did against Pike and Portillo. Anyway, Banesh was shot dead by a sniper nearly a decade ago after the Bandados motorcycle gang warned the 44 year old against launching a rival Hells Angel biker group in Austin, Texas. Now, you will see a, uh, if you go on over to hooliganbiker.com, I'm actually in a, you know, some new stuff has uh, come out over there, that site's really going great. Uh, Those are my personal opinions, editorials about what's going on in the scene. And what I'm working on right now is, I know motorcycle clubs are real popular for new guys to want to get involved in. But, I have the argument, go join a riding club or a motorcycle association. Stay out of all this politics and stuff. Now, yeah, you got people saying, well, I thought you support motorcycle." I do, man, but I don't support all the stupid crap okay there's a difference between supporting motorcycle club rights and you know liking what a lot of the clubs do and then on the flip side you know i'm not going to sit there and support violence man because i just don't need see no sense in it but it is what it is you know you look at this type of stuff right here they're going to be doing life is it really worth doing life over somebody else starting a chapter you know but i'm not naive i know how the scene works i know how all that crap goes but me personally i don't think it's Worth it, so go over there, check that article out in a couple days. But there's a couple new ones that came up. Uh, One having to do with uh, Texas, where I believe it was a Masonic motorcycle club, nationally known, wanted to start up. Then you know, the dominance trying to make them switch their patches. Which I don't know, man. If you're trying to get support, you don't be dicks anyway. Banash was shot dead, we said, by a sniper. Members of the extremely territorial gang had threatened. Banash uh, against starting the chapter over fears it would lessen its power and move in on its territory. As we know now, it's not only a dominant state, uh, like uh, it says right here Texas, is the home state of the Banditos, so a rival club would not sit well. The officer added, actually, uh, this was from a law enforcement officer familiar with the rules of motorcycle clubs, said that Benesch didn't seek the approval of Banditos' leadership when starting. Starting, uh, to start the uh, chapter in Texas. Uh, he also went around wearing Hells Angels colors on his jacket, proceeded against warnings, and attempted to recruit members and this is what happened and this was in 2006 i guess it just broke out now where they got arrested again with the johnny romo i do not i got a well robert roma i think it was the brothers who were involved in this stuff but i'll check it out uh and put an update to the story again hooliganbiker.com go over there and visit it And those are the two stories we have for today. And this is the reason why I really tell people to join the club or the writing clubs or associations. You don't need the drama. You don't need the politics. And for those that say, well, why are you showing this and showing that? Well, you know, it's called Biker News. Would you rather CNN do it or MSNBC where they don't give you both sides of the story? At least we try to give the story for you guys straight down the middle. So, but... Hooligan biker, go check that out because I got a lot of opinions over on that uh as far as editorials and stuff and op-eds going on in the scene. You know, that's our wheelhouse here on Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News is to get what's going on out there. Yeah, we do a lot of the bad stuff, man. We uh hardly ever have any of the good stuff, but there's plenty of people out there like Biker Dad that uh, covers that stuff. Us, mainly, we do cover a lot of the stuff going on in the club scene, and yeah, we've been doing a lot of manufacturer, motorcycle manufacturer coverage, a lot of Harley-Davidson, a lot of other makes and models, you can see that on HarleyLiberty.com. Uh, yesterday, it was a great day, man, you know, I finally decided to say, you know what, I've been talking about it the whole time. All summer, and I've been procrastinating. I said, you know what, I better go get that back up to uh, the Fat Boy. Everybody knows I got the 01 Fat Boy and I got the 18s on there, and I'm looking for a specific look on it. Okay, I'm real big into the low rider scene. I, I don't, you know, I should do a coverage or some of that stuff where you guys should really get a kick out of the lowrider scene. But anyway, I love the paint that they use. Uh, I want to get some uh, house uh, paint on there and, you know, really do it up in my uh, way of uh, my style, if you will. And, you know, why that's doing that, I'm going to be having uh, the boulevard out there. Boy, does it have some kick to it, man. It's a 1500 It's the C90, not the M90, but I'm huge in the Suzuki... You know, I'm just not one of the run a mill Harley-Davidson's. Hey, I got to have this because that's the best bike in the world. Yeah, that's not me. Never will be me. Actually, if you watch the video, man, I was freaking honing on an of yesterday. Man, I'm really thinking about abuse this summer, you know, because I love uh, racing and all that good stuff. But check that article I was talking about. It's going to be up in a couple days. I just put one up about percenters. Uh, are they ruining their reputations on their own, something down that line. I don't remember the whole title I put on it, but I go into the argument about if you want people to support you, then why you being jag-offs to everybody? You know, a Masonic club, whatever, nationally known, already has their patch designed or accepted in all other states and then you do and say, well, you got to change this, change that. You know, that's just leading people against you and I know your supporters are going to come and say, well, that's just the way it is. Well, the problem with supporters is they don't know the way it is the way the scene is from our vantage point doing the biker news every day and hearing from people all over the country all over the world is they're getting sick of it and then you wonder why there's all these pop-up clubs and you know that (laughs) The pace came out of the tube on that one. Everybody's doing it now. But you see the reason why. Because people just don't want to deal with it. And that doesn't mean that we don't support clubs or we don't support some traditions. No, that's not what it means. What it means is we'll never support the violence, even though, yeah, I know the way it works and all that good stuff. But... Maybe it's time to evolve a little bit, and that's what that article talks about. But until then, I appreciate you guys coming by, checking us out. Uh, Check us out on our next session over at MotorcycleMadHouse.com. I'll talk to you guys later. In your face, all over the place, we're online 24-7, 24-7. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe.